0: Welcome to another episode of the Hoop Genius Mm -hmm. Podcast, brought to you by NBA 2K24. Man, BJ, I've missed doing this. It's been a while. I think it's been like a week since our last one.
1: I know, you, you're you the world traveler, you are moving all around. You're I'm trying Grand Jordan, trying. NBA, TK. I'm trying. You're with all the NBA stars. I'm trying. You're the commissioner. You I'm know, trying. I mean, what, what more can I say? Well, you know us, <laughs> you know, you don't have time for us it. little town, you know, those small town guys, I, I. you know?
0: <laughs> well, first of all, everyone that I meet, they will say, say what's up to BJ for me, number one, <laughs> number one. <laughs> That's really funny. Number two, I always have time. The reason the podcasts haven't been as regular is nothing has really happened in the NBA for most of the offseason, which is rare for the NBA. You know, last summer we had stuff popping every week, whereas now we're kind of in a drought. We're still waiting on Damian Lillard and we're still waiting yes. on James Harden. Yes. Um, so I asked the great people in my Discord what I've missed. I've been off the radar a little bit, you know, the off season getting that rest before the grind of the NBA season begins. I've been doing two things, BJ. Number one, I've been playing NBA 2K24 and if you don't yet have your copy, the link is in the description of the show. I strongly suggest you get it. Not only does it help us to support this show and keep doing the podcast for you, but number two, it's the best one ever. That is all I'm going to be doing all winter. You will not see me outside. I'm only going to be going two places, BJ. NBA 2K and the gym. That's it. No one's going to see me. No one's <laughs> going to see me. No one's going to see me because while I was in New York, Jada Kiss was asking me about the celebrity game. Oh. And, uh, and I had some conversations. They're like, yo, we can get Jada into the game. We can get you in as well. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I ain't ready for that yet. <laughs> My cardio ain't there.
1: So the gym's gonna be getting hit. <laughs> how many did you say, Mo, you're gonna score in this game? You said like 30, right? 40? 30.
0: 30 points. 30 points. Okay. It's okay. just a question of conditioning. Okay. It's just it's just conditioning. BJ, you know, you know how the jumper stays. How does the jumper stay?
1: Mo, I'm just a I'm just a man. Did, did, did. I'm just a man doing a podcast. Uh, don't it. change the act
0: now because we on we, we recording. You were gassing me up about 10 minutes ago. PJ well, was PJ was gassing me up about 10 minutes ago. Now we're on the podcast. Well, he wants to say he don't know. What, well, Mo.
1: <laughs> the jumper, the jumper looks good. The video mm. you sent looked great. Thank you. Looked phenomenal. The rotation, the form. Oh, don't gas, the ro- me too, you know, I mean the arc on the ball beautiful shot. Oh, thank you so now, much. That's a, by the way ladies and gentlemen that's an NBA 40%
0: three point shooter giving me the props on my jumper. So thank that yes. means a lot. That means a lot. Thank
1: you. Now how does that translate <laughs> to a game condition is another like <laughs> I mean I didn't see it either. now. Maybe the video you you cut it out. You know you you younger Younger people, you know, you, you could slice these. That's one take. That was one take
0: think, on, on my okay, left.
1: One take. No, no, Mo. I'm just saying I didn't see any defense. Oh, of course. I didn't see any game being played. I just saw Mo come in and take a jump shot. It looked beautiful. I mean, can't argue that. If you looked at the shot, you would go, hey, this guy knows how to play. Thank now, you very much. Once the defense starts, the conditioning, travel, Da 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 da. Now that's another game. So mm-hmm. I that mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That I didn't. Well, see.
0: I'm gonna to explain to you why there's no defense in anything. I went to Slovenia this past weekend with Jordan Brand. And um, it was to celebrate a special colorway of Luka Doncic's new sneaker. In fact, in fact, I have it in my hands right now. And if you're watching the podcast on YouTube, or if you watched my Twitch stream earlier, you get to see the Lake Bled colorway inspired by the lake that the court was on it's 20 percent recycled material to symbolize slovenia's commitment to um, being a green eco country the materials are absolutely fire obviously inspired by the lake itself and we had a floating basketball court on lake bled lake bled one of the most picturesque places in europe and there was a basketball court floating if you want to see it, it's on my instagram you can check that out um and the reason why there was no defense etc etc is we went there early in the morning and, you know, early in the morning you have like the dew on the grass, right? Yes. So that was all over the court, which then went, became water droplets and it was slippy as anything. Mm. And some people fell victim and were sliding around the court when they were trying to play. So that's why there was, there was no proper game going on. We were just shooting around, but don't okay. worry, PJ, don't worry. You'll get more. You'll see more soon. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. But yeah, Slovenia, it was great. Um, You know, the passion that that country has for basketball, absolutely amazing. Um, A floating basketball court in the middle of a lake where you've got to take a a boat to get to the court. It's amazing. Um, What's hilarious is the boat that was taking us between the land and the court. I don't know if the guy thought I was DJ Khaled or something because he was trying to sell me a boat. He says, very good price, only 100,000 euros. And I'm just there like, bro, you have no idea who I am, do you? (laughs) (laughs) But no, it was good vibes, good vibes, um, good energy. Um, But let's get back to the NBA, BJ. Let's get back to the NBA. And the main topic in the past week is the new rules around resting players. Oh, yeah. And I want to get your perspective on this, because actually right now what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull up basketball reference and I'm going to go to BJ Armstrong's page and I'm going to let the people know that BJ did not believe in load management. Season number one, 81 games played. Season number two, 82 games played. Season number three, 82 games. Season number four, 82 games. Season number five, 82k okay just
1: stop Mo. my knees are hurt stop just stop bj okay. did not what is. rest here okay. here is okay here here and, is and, my and, thought
0: and and, and 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 what i want to say respectfully bj compared to a normal human is a big guy but compared to the rest of the NBA is not a big guy and right. this was in an era where when you're going to the basket you're getting whacked and you're getting fouled and you're getting put on the floor and right. still There was no load management and still he showed up 82 games every single season. So I want to know your thoughts on the new
1: rules and the rest situation in the NBA. Well, you know, we have to be very delicate with this because we understand the economics and the ramifications of when the star players don't play. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's the first thing. And what do I mean by that, ladies and gentlemen, when the players aren't playing on the major national broadcasts and the national broadcast for us in the States would be ESPN, TNT, the big games Mm -hmm. that affects that is going to affect our bottom line when it comes time to renegotiate with partners and advertisers in the NBA. That's just. That's the business now. Mm -hmm. So this load management now has gotten to a point now where it's going to begin to affect our business, which it shouldn't affect our business. If you're hurt, you're hurt. If you're healthy, you play. However, now, Mo, we're in this situation now where we're load managing and now it becomes who's to blame? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Who is... Who is to blame? Now, if you listen to the players, the players will say the teams are coming to them and saying. You're going to load manage. If you listen to the executives, the players, they're saying the players are saying they don't want to play. So who is responsible for this? Well, you know, Mo, let's just go back and call it what what it is. Now we're living in this age of analytics. And there seems to be a prevailing thought supported by medical people. Okay, at least this is what it said, right? I, I, I have my own thoughts. But if you talk to teams, the medical people are advocating that the players today rest. Because you don't want to... Put them in a position where they will be, you know, because of more susceptible susceptible to injury. injury. Yes, there you go. Now, Mo, it's a problem because we're saying on one hand, you don't want to be more susceptible to injury. But on the other hand, if you don't play. We are going to make less money. (laughs) So the NBA now has taken a step to address the issue. I applaud Adam Silver for addressing the issue because this is is the elephant in the room. Just real quick, for you guys who don't
0: know what we're talking about, who may have missed it, the headline reads, Adam Silver discusses new policy as low management goes, and then in quotes, too far. And the new PPP mandate starting this season says that no more than one star can be rested in a game. For the purposes of this, a star player is defined as someone who's been an all-star or an all-NBA selection in any of the past three seasons. So that does include Andrew Wiggins. It will also will impact for the balance of the schedule players' names. I don't know what that means. But it says, you must make star players available for nationally televised games and in-season tournament games. You must balance the number of rest games a star player has at home and away with a recommendation that players sit out more often at home, which is obvious because home fans have more opportunities to see those players than fans on the road that might only see that player once in a season. Um, Teams must refrain from any long-term shutdown when a star player stops participating in games and appears only in a materially reduced role that could affect the integrity of the game. So, you know, like last season, Dame decided to not play the last few weeks of the season so they could tank. And um, you Any players who are resting that are healthy must be present and visible to fans. For example, maybe a Ben Simmons um, or, you know, another player like that, it has to be on the bench and available to be seen by the fans um, the policy includes exceptions for injuries and personal absences, as well as pre-approved absences and back-to-back schedule circumstances based on a player's age, career workload, or a serious injury history. For example, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, and other players who are at least 35 years old on opening night or have appeared in a thousand career games or logged more than 34,000 regular season minutes will fall into this category. So they're a bit easier on the older guys or the guys who have had serious injuries. So that's the, the, the policy. Basically, If you have Kawhi and Paul George on a team, you can't rest both of them if it's a
1: big game. That's what they're saying. Well, here's what I would, would like to point out. Once the playoffs began last year, how many players did you see, Mo, doing the playoffs last year in 2023? Load manage.
0: Not really. I mean, Embiid had the injury, so he missed some games. But like, I'm not there behind the scenes now. I don't know if they actually was he injured. injured. Was he injured? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Or did he load manage? No, injured. Okay, so he injured. So I can't recall anyone who was load managing during the playoffs. Yeah, because the games, you know, you win or you go home. <laughs> okay. So Mo, the the. The point being here, just like when you watched the USA team over the summer. Oh, oh, we're going to have a whole episode about that. (laughs) I didn't see anyone load manage during the summer in the USA basketball. So my point being, Mo, is where is the evidence that this so-called load managing lowers your risk of getting injured? Yeah, like, because the guys who have been doing load management are still getting injuries. Because, Mo, if how are you going to be in condition to play in the game if you never participate in the game? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think now, wherever these, whether it's the medical staff, the analytics, trainers, physical therapists, Now we need to support if you're injured, absolutely 100%. If the player says he can't play, I'm going to trust that player. However, the managing, the management of not playing in the game. Okay. So Mo, here's the solution. If. Player X can't play over thirty-five minutes a night. I I know you're gonna say it; they're gonna be mad. Just cut the minutes (laughs) to twenty to twenty-two minutes,
0: and say you know why this can never happen. Mo, Mo, should I tell them why this can never happen? Well,
1: Mo, if you're gonna keep that, I'm not. I'm not accusing anyone of anything. What I'm saying, though, Mo, is if this is about. The reason Mo I tried to play in every game was because I knew how difficult in the type of condition you needed to be in to be able to play in that game. Like Mo, I mean, I'm sure you 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 experience this. Mo, you work out for three, four, five days. You got a good rhythm going. You take a day or two off. You come back. It felt yep. like you did nothing. Yep. So my thing when these when you're talking to these players is Mo, I didn't want to stop playing because I didn't want to mess up my conditioning. Yeah. So if you can't play 35 minutes a night to get your stats. (laughs) Okay, Mo. And if winning is all that matters, like everyone claims. So, Mo, let's just cut your minutes down to 24 minutes so you can play in back-to-back games. Mm -hmm. Mo, it's simple enough. Why play 35 minutes one night and can't play the next night? Let's just cut your minutes down. Mm-hmm. so that you can play in both nights. Mm-hmm. And your reply to that is?
0: Well, the players won't do that because they need their averages because they have certain things in their contracts, not only their NBA contracts, but their endorsement contracts too, that state you must make or you'll get a bonus or it's part of your contract, you must make an all-star team, you must make an all-NBA team, you must be top 10 in scoring, you must be da 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 and if you cut the minutes, then their averages, because it's a numbers game, if you cut the minutes, then the averages go lower. So if you're a player, you would rather drop 30 points on night one and zero points in night two, because the, it doesn't count towards your stats if you don't step on the court. Because if you don't play the game, thats that doesn't, the zero doesn't get added to the stats, right? It just doesn't count as a game.
1: Well, instead of go. having 20.
0: So what well. I think you could do though, is Every game you miss that just records as a zero on the stat sheet. So then your average gets pulled down. So if you score 35 night, 35 points on one night, and you don't play the next night, of over those two games, you've averaged was it, 17 and a half points rather than av- being a player who averages
1: 35. You see what I'm saying? If they're so afraid of their know. stats, <laughs> I don't think I don't <laughs> think anyone would ever admit to that. <laughs> However, you may be right. I'm going to keep it real for the people. I know I'm right. (laughs) So either way, Mo, the fans, we're all missing out. Yes. We're all missing out. I I had a great
0: quote from Jason Tatum. And he said, it's so funny because the quote was scary accurate. He says, I try and play in every game because if we go to Charlotte on a Monday night to play the Hornets and the game's only on league pass, it's not even on TV. There's still fans in that arena who have paid money to come and see me. And it might be their only chance all year long or ever to see me play basketball. And then when the NBA schedule came out, they've got the Celtics going to play the Hornets on a Monday night on league pass and on TV. (laughs) But the point being is this is why people wonder why people have so much respect for Kobe and Anan Iverson and these guys, they played, and I'm sure you did as well. They played through injuries. I just watched Shaq's documentary. It's an amazing documentary. Check it out. Um, and he talks about how he played through injuries. There was a one playoff run his first year in Miami where he tore his thigh muscle and he still played through the injury. And the only one that was kind of contentious was, you know, when he had the toe, toe surgery. But that's because that was a real injury. He wasn't resting. He legitimately could not run because it's, you know, like a thousand pounds of force coming down every time he takes a step. But can you speak to that? in terms of playing through injury, because it kind of, I don't know, medically, I'm not a doctor, much to the disappointment of my parents, but, you know, playing through injury could somewhat, could it somewhat condition your body to be able to tolerate more pain and actually play through, you know, and and go the whole season. Is there a benefit to playing not through serious injury, but you know, when you get like a little, a little nag or a little bruise or whatever it may be, instead of saying, oh no, I don't want to play tonight. If you just play through it, can it condition your body to not feel that in the future?
1: Well, Mo, I think everyone is different. Every player has a different mindset. And for me, Mo, it was just about mental toughness. It was just very simple. You know, everyone is talented in the NBA. That's why you made it. Now, what's going to separate you from the next guy, right? Right. Well, yeah, you have talent, but if that talent doesn't play, that talent is of no value. Mm-hmm. So every night, Mo, I, I, I approach the game with three things. One is the accountability and responsibility that I had to the person sitting next to me on my right and left. Mm-hmm. I held myself accountable the people in the locker room. Held you accountable, and there's a responsibility to play. I'm a professional now. This is, I get paid to do this. And, you know, I play with broken fingers, I played with all types of injuries. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. However, as a true professional, Mo, mm-hmm. I felt an enormous responsibility and I held myself accountable along with how we play. Every single night that I walked out on the floor. There's a certain amount of discipline mode that it re, that is required of you to eat properly, get your proper rest and do whatever you need to do. Some players don't need a lot of rest. Some players need an enormous amount of rest. Some players have a bad eating diet and they're still can play. Relatable. Some players are excellent, <laughs> but you do whatever you have to do to play okay there's no right or wrong here mo and then there's a framework right there's a when i i, I just say it, you have to have your your spirit your spirituality has to be right mo and like your intentions of saying i'm going to do whatever i have to do to be available for my team right whether you play 40 minutes whether you play no minutes you are being paid to participate with the right intentions to go out there for the integrity of the game and those people who are paying their money to come see you play. So I think with that, Mo, that's how I approached it. I never looked at it as, you know, I I can't play tonight. If I, Mo, if I could suit up, I was suiting up. And I was going to give you what I had. And I, and, and I would love to tell you, Mo, that I played great every night, but that's not the case. However, I tried to be great every night. I tried to win every game. Did I win every game? No. And I think now the the mentality of how we are approaching the game as professionals has changed. There's a responsibility that you have. Mm -hmm. And there's a responsibility that these young people who are playing the game, we have to like, if that is the case, Let's say what the players are saying that the teams are telling them not to play. Well, Bo, I I don't know if that's the best thing for our business. I I also think, you know, just quickly here, the
0: other thing that people might not realize is the intangibles of playing every game because basketball is not just played on the stat sheet. It's you're developing team chemistry. You're developing familiarity with where your teammates are on the court, what their tendencies are. You know, where they're going to be at particular moments, finding the rhythm of the game. If you load manage your whole way through the season, right? Let's say Paul George and Kawhi load manage the whole way through the regular season, and they finally manage to get a healthy playoff run together. Their chemistry is not going to be as good as the opponents they face who played 75 plus games in the regular season as a unit all together.
1: We, this is, well, we, we understand this. So I get it. If you're hurt, you're hurt. However, Mo, there's only one way to improve. You got to practice. You have to play. There's no ifs, ands, buts about it. If you're hurt, you're hurt. However, Mo, if our intentions is to win a championship, we have to do this every single day. Being a professional, Mo, Mo, to me, is defined very simply by doing what you don't want to do regardless. Mm -hmm. like Mo it wasn't like every day I went to bed going I can't wait to practice tomorrow (laughs) I can't wait to play in x city but no Mo there were some nights where I'm human Mm -hmm. however Mo as a professional I felt an enormous responsibility the people in this room held me accountable I held myself accountable And I had to have the discipline to find a way to get this done. BJ,
0: I wish they did podcast load management because for the last two years, we've done a show every day. And you you know me, I've watched every game every day. And there's sometimes when it's four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning, the sun's coming up, the birds are making sounds. And I'm watching like the Rockets versus the Spurs. And it's like a 20 point game. And I'm like, I should just take today off. We could skip the show, but we don't. We do it every day. Obviously, playing in NBA is a lot harder, but the principle remains. If you're signing a contract to do something, then you have to do it.
1: You know, Mo, the discipline, discipline is a, is it's difficult because it requires you to do this every single day, right? And yes, you know, Mo, the fact that you have the discipline to do this every day it's no different than anyone who has the discipline to get up and go to work every day or get up and do yep. what you need to do. every. Yep, like, exactly. I applaud that. I don't care what it is. The mm-hmm. fact that you have the discipline, that's the, that's the lesson. Whatever it is, if you want to be good at anything, you have to have the discipline to do it.
0: Let me ask you this. Where does your sense of discipline come from? Because a lot of younger people now, and I talk to people in the younger generation, Gen Z or whatever they call it, they don't really have a lot of discipline. Everything's a bit here, there, and everywhere. Where does your sense of discipline come from?
1: Well, you know, Mo, as a, you know, every generation has different things, different challenges, I should say. And in our generation, Mo, and my generation, but I think every generation has this, is every generation tries to figure out how to get around success without working for it. <laughs> like, well, there's only one way to get to success. You got to work. You have to work at it. And for us in our generation mode, the discipline came because there are no shortcuts to success, Facts. you can look for them. You can look for them. You, you can, you can be smart and, and all of those things. However, when if you wanna to get to success, you have to work at it. So I learned that lesson very quickly in my life, that if I wanted to be good or great at anything, one of the requirements, one of the things I was gonna to have to have as a part of my personality was discipline. And I don't care where you're Generation X, Generation Y, whatever generation you're from, no one. Okay. Here's the secret. There is no secret to success. (laughs) That's the secret. You have to work at it. And if you're going to be great, you better have the discipline to be able to do this every single day. That's the secret. Now, I think this generation is probably testing, testing it more than the previous generation But that's normal to me. But when you look at the great players in this league, they all have a phenomenal work ethic, right? We talk about the Mamba mentality. Mm -hmm. Well, there it is. You talk about Jordan. There it is. You talk about whatever player you want to choose. Akeem Olajuwon, Tim Duncan, Shaquille. Yeah, talent. They have talent. However... It's the relentless work ethic, right? In this generation, you hear, how many players you hear talking about the Mamba mentality?
0: Everyone, everyone. Okay,
1: so there it is. Now, you can figure out how to dance around it. You can figure out how to maybe avoid it. But, Mo, if you want success, you want to be the champion, you want to be the best of the best. I'll see you at the gym <laughs> because that's what's going to happen. I can that now. That is hundred percent accurate. All of the other things, the branding, the load management, building whatever you, you got, multiple you know people that you work with for your 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 advertisers or your whoever. Okay, that's good. But if you're going to be excellent, I'll see you at the gym. That's the only place it happens, in basketball. And if whatever you're doing in life, it's going to require that discipline. So that's where I learned it. I'm still applying it today. And I share that with my own kids, our own my own family. And hopefully when they, people see me, they say, you know what? This guy shows up. He works at it. You know, like, Mo, with you, that was the first thing that I noticed with you. You show up. And <laughs> I was like, okay, if he shows up, then we got a chance. And here we are, what, two, three years later, yep. we're still showing up. So yep. the discipline that's necessary, everybody wants to be great. Everybody wants to make it. However, who wants to show up every day? Who wants to show up at four or five in the morning like Mo does and do a podcast?
0: No one. No one can. And this is what I tell people. This is what I tell people. There is nothing special about me. I just want to win more. Therefore, I will do what you won't do so that I can win. And that's that's the secret to life. We're giving you gems here, right? <laughs> Anyone can start a podcast. Anyone can, right? Honestly, microphone, computer, boom. But are you going to do everything necessary behind the scenes that people don't see to make it happen? And for me, I just take the same principles from playing basketball. I was never naturally good at basketball. If I wanted to win at basketball, I had to do double the work of everyone else to make myself better than everyone else. And that's the same thing. If I wanted to open if I wanted to open a restaurant, because we talked about this a few weeks ago, I'm just gonna make sure that the ingredients are better, the staffing is trained better, the venue is better. And how am I going to make sure of all of that? I'm going to be there 24-7 all day, every day. And this is what I always tell young people. What the hell are you doing sleeping? You're young. You don't need to sleep. But that's a whole nother story. That has been load management coming from BJ, who played his NBA career, barely ever missing the game. And that's coming from me, who probably hasn't slept in about 15 years. <laughs> and uh, I'm not quite as successful as BJ, but I think I'm doing it right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're doing more than all right, bro. right you, uh, you, you, you're doing more still than a long right. way to go still a long way to go
0: but you know hopefully this episode has inspired some of you and um, you know you can take some of these lessons on board BJ appreciate you as always and uh, make sure you guys download NBA 2K24 you can get it from the link in our description even with 2k if you want to be the best you just got to put the hours in so make sure you get your copy now so you can catch up and i'm streaming live on twitch you can catch me on twitch did the first one today the second one tomorrow the third one the day after wow. see you know consistent everyone tells me consistency and the podcast is now two years in three years in consistently so i feel like now i can add another layer to that with the mm. streaming so i'll see you guys mm. there Um, Make sure you subscribe to the show, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, all of that good stuff. And most importantly, as always, get buckets.